Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a bitch. But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! Welcome to our number three weekend fantasy update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Joe Galena, the Fantasy Jesus. We've got the Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, and Sean Angle producing our show. And uh, going through week 15 in the NFL, uh, semifinal uh, action in season-long fantasy. And uh, you have the opportunity. Our phone lines are open, 844-843-6879. Any questions you have, line up or whatever uh, fantasy-related, tweet out to us at FNTSY Radio, at FNTSY Sportsnet, at Joe Galena, at Fantasy Taz, at, at, at. Hey, uh, you know, we just talked about uh, the uh, Cowboys uh, and the uh, Colts game. Hey, I have a prop bet on Amari Cooper. What are you thinking about this over under ninety nine and a half receiving yards for Amari Cooper this week? Ooh, that's Minus a big number. Yeah. Um, man, Indianapolis secondary has been playing really good. Number six mm-hmm. on the year against opposing wide receivers. Number two over the last five weeks. Um, then again, I, I mean, Houston, Jacksonville, Miami, Tennessee, Jacksonville again. Not the greatest set of wide receivers there they've had to deal with. So, but still, six on the year is good. You know, right, right, they, right. they have some good defensive backs there. Uh, you know, but Amari Cooper is playing at a high level. But that's a big number, uh, and he had mm-hmm. such a huge game last week. I think I'd take the. Oh, I think I'd take the under, but it's it's a tough tough ball. It's right there. They're expecting a lot. I'm expecting a lot, but I just don't know if he has that huge a game against Indianapolis. He's got to be real tired after catching for 217 yards last week. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, he's, he should still be fresh as a dog since he didn't do anything in the beginning of the season. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, he's got fresh legs, fresh arms, fresh everything. All right. So uh, why don't we move forward and uh, take a look at the uh, Vikings home to the Dolphins. Uh, Vikings, uh, two straight losses, 6-6-1. Six, six Dolphins beat the Patriots 34-33. Last minute, little uh, trick play action there, 7-6. and six. Yeah, it's a crazy. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on here. Minnesota was, you know, a pick for a lot of teams to to go go long this year and go deep into the playoffs, and they're just not playing mm-hmm. like it. We saw them finally get rid of uh, uh, the offensive coordinator, like it was all his fault, and you know, not like they didn't overpay for Kirk Cousins. So, uh, <laughs> sure, yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. you know, I. I 
I like Minnesota in this game. I, I think they cover, but Miami's been playing pretty well. So it, it it's a tight game. But I, I just think with everything that's been going on in Minnesota with the changeover, uh, with Miami's defense not playing very well, I, I think Minnesota can put up a decent game here. Would I start Kirk Cousins in Week 15? Probably not. Yeah, he's ruined my uh couple of teams of mine so yeah i i wouldn't uh, but uh, minnesota is a seven point favorite in this game and the over under is a 44 and a half and uh the, the one of the uh reasons that uh the vikings made the change in the offensive coordinator was supposedly that uh the uh, old uh, coordinator uh john DiFilippo didn't agree with uh head coach mike zimmer when it came to you know calling run plays <laughs> i guess uh Well, yeah, there seemed to definitely be some friction between the two. And, you know, I'm sorry, Zimmer, but DiFilippo is going to be a head coach probably next year. Uh, I'm not so Mm. sure for you. (laughs) (laughs) What are we thinking about uh, Dalvin Cook this week? Uh, Last week, 13 carries, 55 yards, uh, 4.2 yards per carry, five catches for 28 yards, had a receiving TD. uh, 13 carries, second most on the season uh, for Cook. I mean, do Look, I, I like Cook. 15? <laughs> I, I do. I think we've seen his numbers troll up every week. I think that continues this week. Um, you know, Miami's playing a little bit better against the run of late, but I still think that, you know, Cook is just starting to get into his groove and he's putting, giving you, you know, good double digit scores the last couple of weeks. I think that trend continues. Definitely a guy I want to have in my lineup this week. Um, I do want to let you know, though, just uh, we do have a caller on the line, Gabe from Portchester. Is on the line. Great. I love Porchester. I used to go to a club up there and see some great bands, and including the surprise, I went up to see Edgar Winter and Johnny Winter came on stage with him. It was one of my greatest concerts ever. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Gabe, how you doing up there, fellas? Good, good. What's up, fellas? How you doing? Good, good. Yeah, I've been to that club you're probably talking about. This one called the uh, Capitol Theater here in Porchester. It's pretty famous. Yeah, Capitol Theater. That was it. I was trying to yeah, think of the damn the name. One. I couldn't think of it. I- I've seen some great shows up there, man. That was some good stuff. Yeah, they got a great place up there, man. Good atmosphere, good lights, good, good everything up in that place. I could care less about any of that. I want the music, baby. Give me the music. Uh, <laughs> not to mention the great bands that come up in there, too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yep, absolutely. Well, i got to check it out. i got to check it out. All right. How can we help you, man? Yeah, you- um, I got two quick questions. Um, a quarterback and a flex question. Um, I got Tom Brady or Russell Wilson. <clears throat> I, I got Brady higher this week. Um, you know, yeah. it's just Russell Wilson. I, look, I love Russell Wilson. I, I just do. But the problem for me with with Wilson is there's just too many games he doesn't have to throw a ton. And I think this could be one of those games. I mean, they're doing so well on the ground that Mm -hmm. I'm just not sure San Francisco is going to be able to stop them. Carson is playing well. You know, they're getting the the backup guys involved, although Penny's not in this week. So we might see some Mike Mike Davis Davis. in there as well. Um, Mm -hmm. But they're running so much that he doesn't have to throw a ton. Now, that might not stop him from throwing for three touchdowns. But if he throws three touchdowns and only gives you 170 yards with it, Kind of not enough. He's not running enough exactly, to get you over yeah. that top. Whereas Brady put up good in this points one, against San Fran the other week too. No, no, yeah, I'm not like saying he can't. Believe me. Plus points, yeah. 
I, right. I, I literally I have Brady at eight. I have Russell Wilson at nine. So I mean, we're yeah, talking exactly. splitting hairs here. The, my my <laughs> thinking with Brady though is Pittsburgh at home is going to be able to put up points. If Pittsburgh puts up points, Brady is going to have to match him. Yeah. So I, I yeah, just exactly. think I, I I tend to gravitate towards those what I think to be shootout games that I just don't think we're going to see with Seattle and San Fran. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Sounds good. Going for Brady with this one. Uh, all and right. you got another and then, uh, one? Quick, uh, yeah, the quick flex. I got uh, Wilson Jr., the San Fran running back. Foster from Buffalo. Tyler Lockett, since I was going to put Wilson in. but And then uh, Hamilton tonight. Ooh, that's... Uh... Well, look, it's, back, it's, right? yeah, it sounds like Breida might play. If Breida plays, it's real going to be hard to play Wilson. Wilson's out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you have to do that. Uh, Foster, you know, I, I kind of like Foster. He's been playing real well lately, but, you know, it, it's uh, he's one of those guys. It, it's just hard <laughs> to trust in week 15 if you don't have to. And you, you still have a, a chance of Darius Slay covering him. I don't think so. I think Slay yeah. will gravitate towards Zay Jones. And if that works, it might work in Foster's favor. But there's still a chance it works out that Slay is on him. And then I don't like him so much. Um, and who are the other two? I'm sorry. Uh, Tyler Lockett Tyler. or Hamilton tonight? See, I think you yeah. got to go with Tyler Lockett. He's just yeah, been the most consistent out of all of these guys all year. While he's not catching a ton of passes, not getting a ton of yards, I mean, he's up to, what, nine touchdowns already on the season. And it yeah. seems that every time Russell Wilson needs a big play, he goes to Lockett. Now, Baldwin may play, which I actually think helps Lockett, takes some of that de- defense away from him. So hopefully Baldwin plays. But I think Lockett is the play here. I, I like that Lockett thing, yep. move. Because especially if you play Brady, it's almost like hedging your bets putting Lockett in there, you know? <laughs> yeah, if Wilson ends up having a good game, at least you yeah, get parts yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. You need to do something, exactly, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right. Sounds right. good, guys. So Thank what's you the, very much, what's, man. what's the name of that? You got it. Good luck to you. What's the name of that theater again? Capital? Capital Theater. In Capital Portland. Theater, uh, yeah. Uh, we're gonna check it out. All right, great. Yeah, stuff. Hope, hope to see you guys over there one day, man. Yeah, yeah thanks, Dave. Uh, right. If we do, we'll let you know. We'll go have a beer together. <laughs> there you there, go. Definitely <laughs> do that. My uh, my Twitter is Play to Win 2017. I just texted you guys. Got two over there. So if you guys hear me out, awesome. Invite me through there. Okay. We'll, we'll do this. Absolutely. Sounds, Sounds great. All right. Take care, buddy. All right, guys. Take care, man. Bye. All right. There you go. So he knew the exact <laughs> club you were talking about there. Yeah, there you go. It, yeah, it, there's mm-hmm. not a ton up there in Borchester, but that was definitely mm-hmm. one. I am now following Gabe on Twitter. All right, I will too then. Yeah, all right. <laughs> oh, we all also right. have Chris from Chicago on the line. Busy day. Everybody wants to get that championship. Get those chips. We've spoken to uh, Chris, I believe. Chris from Chicago. I do How think you doing, so. Man? Hey, hey, how's it going? Doing great. Yourself? How you doing? All right, all right. Uh, hey, Jim, uh, I don't know if you – well, you probably hear me a lot, but I call the frenzy and keep reminding uh, Corey who's the best defense in the league. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> uh, you know, I have to do it. He keeps talking, it, and every time he says that, I'm going to have to call in and remind him. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the fact that you do. <laughs> and the Bears. Every time the Cowboys come on, I have to go put in the Bears because I'm so sick of hearing <laughs> that. <laughs> you and me both. You and me both. Oh, oh, Unfortunately, yeah. I have no way to shut him up. 
<laughs> keep him on. All right. Keep him honest, Chris. <laughs> um, keep him well, on. we have. I have a. I have a question for Flex, and it's a little tougher. I got Ty Hilton, so I'm watching that carefully. Right. Um, for my Flex, I right now I got Curtis Samuel, and and I got Tyler Lockett um, on the bench. Um, See, now, I, I think I would go with Lockett over Samuel. I, I know Samuel's playing well, uh, but, you know, it, man, rookie wide receivers just tend to bog me up. It's so hard for me to have faith in them because it's just any any given week they could just go, not, you know, do nothing. And, you know, look, Lockett has that chance because he doesn't catch a lot of balls, but he's just been so damn consistent. And every time that, you know, Wilson needs a big play, he's looking for Lockett. And I just I don't know right. if I go away from that from, from Samuel. I, I look, I like Samuel. I think he's a decent player this week, but I, I think I would go with Lockett there. You know, do you know if because uh, I also got Wilson Jr. on the bench, and if Breida don't play, should I just put him put him in instead of uh, both of those guys, or keep still keep Lockett in there? Well, right now, all sign you know, Breida is still. Questionable. There's no doubt, uh, but it look it's looking like at least from what I'm hearing from the beat writers, it's looking like he's going to give it a shot. And if he goes, then it's going to be hard to count on Wilson to get anything consistent. Um, he may still see some work, but there's no guarantees. At that point, I'd have to go lock it. If Wilson starts, though, I think I do like Wilson here. I, you know, um, Seattle's given up. Right? Yeah, Seattle's given up 79 receptions, over 770 yards, and uh, four touchdowns to receivers just in passing alone. Um, so I, I think he definitely has a shot as long as they use him in the passing game, which is one thing we didn't see last week. But he did mm-hmm. well, you know, last week against you know a pretty decent Denver rush defense he still did well on the ground if they get him any passes at all then he should get you double digit points okay if I don't talk to you guys next week um, Merry Christmas well, Merry you Christmas too. to you good luck and man thanks, thanks about. In and we want luck. to talk to you next week oh you guys going to be on Saturday yeah yeah Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We'll oh, well, yeah. I will be calling then. I'll be calling okay. if I get this win. <laughs> yeah. Call, well, then call go get that win. Uh, we want to talk to we'll you. Get, yeah, we'll get you to the championship, right? Thank you. Heck, well, if he wins All this right. week, he will be at the championship. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure I will. I'm 11-1, so, I mean, 12-1 this week, so. All right, all right, don't jinx go. yourself. Don't jinx yourself. Right. Right. <laughs> all right. Thank all you right. Thanks, Chris. All right. Bye-bye. Good stuff from Chris. He said he's 11 and 1, 12 and 1. He's a, that's fantastic. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Great season. Yep. It's obvious mm-hmm. he. It's obvious he doesn't listen to the BFFs. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still going on that little feud? <laughs> uh, they're tie, trying to tie it off, but I, I keep throwing little jabs. Right. right, right. <laughs> it's funny. I attack keep them. They attack Corey. I, I love this circle. They're afraid to attack back to you, right? <laughs> yeah, it seems to be intimidating. <laughs> I, I, I think it's the chair. They don't like the chair. There you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. So, yeah, good uh, luck to Chris. Uh, good luck to Gabe. And uh, you can still uh, call in for the next couple of minutes. If not, at FNT at FNTSY Radio, uh, you could uh, tweet out your questions to us that way. We're talking. Uh, the Vikings and Dolphins. We don't need to talk about Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. You're going to put them in. But Kyle Rudolph. Well, I, 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 look, here, but this is what I find interesting. And I'm trying to figure out why. 
Um, okay. People are going this way. But this line actually opened up at minus nine and a half. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's dropped down to minus seven. I'm kind of trying to figure out why, you know, two and a half points would change that quickly. What, you know, obviously everybody's throwing money at Miami in this one with that nine mm-hmm. and a half. Now it's down to seven. Um, I just, I'm not well, I sure it's I because see we're it. talking bad about Kirk Cousin. Yeah, well, maybe. we're telling everybody that Kirk Cousins sucks. <laughs> People look at us and say, yeah, this guy does suck. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that is interesting to see that line move that way. Hmm. Yeah, I, I was kind of kind of impressed. Oh, we got uh, Icarate from Michigan on the line now. Oh, I hope I awesome. said that name okay. right. Icarate, maybe. Icarate. <laughs> Hello? Yeah, how's it going? Hello. Hey, first time caller. So, yeah, I Karate is the name of my team. So, I'm going for the repeat this year. So, oh, awesome. Good for you. Yeah, thank you, back sir. Back to back. So, two, yeah, I'm trying. I think I got it. But uh, So, a couple questions real quick. Help me out here, please. So, I have five receivers in the standard league. Uh, we play three. So, right now, I've got Crip going, Brooks going. I've got Reynolds going with them. With him. Wait, 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 wait. Slow down now. I'm having a hard time okay. understanding who you're saying, so I, take I, it a little I, slower. I, I, okay, so I've got trucks really, so my, my speaker might be a little on and off right now. So, I've got Brandon Cooks going for, you know, the Rams. i got Josh Reynolds also going with the Rams. Hopefully, I don't you know, go with this thing and get myself in trouble. And then I've got, uh, I got Hamilton going tonight, which I just picked up just recently. And then on my bench, I got Humphreys and uh, Ridley. And I also, have Matt, I also got Matt Ryan as my QB. So mm-hmm. what, do you, what do you think about that? Okay, now I, I, I got Cooks, I got Reynolds, I got Hamilton, I got Ridley. I missed the fifth name. Hum, hum, Humphreys. Humphreys. Oh, Adam Humphreys. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, which I'm not too high out to go to Baltimore. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. I'm definitely uh, I'm laying low on Tampa Bay myself this week, especially the wide receivers uh, against Baltimore. Uh-huh. I think Jameis Winston is running for his life, and I wouldn't yes, be surprised sir. if this is the game where we see Fitzpatrick come back in. Um, it might, might be that type that, of game. Right. Uh, right. Cooks, I have no problem with. Hamilton, I understand. Look, I, I think I take the upside of Reynolds over Ridley at this point. Um, I do think Reynolds, the cop is going to have to throw – yeah. Uh, no, I, I like okay, Reynolds then, over Ridley. Okay, and then one more. And then I would put David Harris, uh, Damian Williams in. So I got, I got McCaffrey. Hold, hold on, hold on. Hold on, we got... Yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. We, we got to go to a commercial. If you want to hang on, uh, Sean, could you yes, keep sir, him on? And we'll take it. All right, all right. We'll be right back with all more right, thank fantasy thank you, sir. football talk. Please, please. Weekend fantasy update. We'll be right back. <laughs> Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. 
going back for the final segment. No, not the final. We still have 40 minutes. What am I talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we thinking ahead. Thinking ahead. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that's good because we got more games to go over. But we have a caller uh, on hold. What was his, uh, the name again? Ikarati? Uh, Ikarati, yeah, that's his team name. Yeah, yeah Ikarati. Okay, awesome. I like it. I like it. All right, you still with us, uh, so, Ikarati? Yes, sir. So, so I had Justin Jackson. That was good. That was good I have on my bench with his shirt. So I had Justin Jackson in there, and I pulled the last second for Danny Williams. In. And now, so far, nice. I think I know the answer to this one. I, thank you, sir. So I think I know the answer to this one. I got Chris McCaffrey. I got him starting. Do I pull him for Derrick Henry? Pull McCaffrey for Henry? Oh, hell no. Yeah. I, not that I thought. I mean, I know the Giants defense, the run defense is pretty bad, and I figured they just feed the rock to Henry all game. The defense was, for the Saints is a little tough against running backs. Oh, hell no. I yeah. thought. So I think I'm on the right track. Yeah. I think I'm on the right don't, track. Don't get cute at this point. Right, right, yeah. right. I'm going to go up by six. So, so backtrack on that wide receiver thing. You said Cooks, Josh Reynolds. I, and Cooks and Hamilton, I like a lot. Reynolds is an upside Hamilton, play. Right. Yeah, he's okay, an upside play, no doubt. Humphreys might be a little safer play, but, man, I really don't like those Tampa Bay wide receivers this week. Ridley is a right. total dart throw uh, for me at this point, you know, with the way Matt Ryan okay. is playing, with the way the Falcons are playing. I just think uh, Goff and, and Reynolds have more upside. I, I, I kind of also know the trend with Ridley at home. He's kind of one of those plays. He plays well at home, horrible on the road. To be honest, I haven't looked at it directly, but, uh, you know, they've been at home quite a few weeks lately. Hasn't really been doing much. Yeah, I think his last game, I think, was Thanksgiving at home. I think that's when he blew it up last. But, all right, appreciate your time. Thanks for the call. And I hope, uh, I hope you get better. I hope you had a good uh, get better. <laughs> hey, hey, and bring home that chip. Bring home that chip. Yes, sir. All right, good luck. Yes, sir. Go blue. Yeah. Go blue. All Thank right. you. All right. You got it, buddy. A giant fan. Go blue, right? <laughs> yeah. From, from and, and actually, I, I had to look at it since he was talking about the home and away, but actually his Ridley's two biggest games in his last six have both been on the road. Uh, week mm-hmm. nine against the Redskins, he had uh, uh, six for 71 in a touchdown. And then week 12 at the Saints, he had eight for 93 in a touchdown. Those are the last two mm-hmm. touchdowns that he's had since week four. So, um, you know, maybe in the beginning it might have seemed that way, that much better at home because he had those three big games in a row, the, the six touchdowns in the three-game span were all at home. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, his two biggest games have been on the road since then. So, yeah, really. I don't think that's much of a thing. All right. Uh, let's try to finish up. <laughs> there you go. There you go, Shorty. Good good job. So let's finish up this Vikings-Dolphins. We can talk about Big Blue. That's our next game in the queue to speak about. So, do we uh, have to? You know, yeah, we do. They're going to go yeah, like Nate, yeah. uh, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> or, or five and, idiots. Or five Only and the idiots would go eight and eight. <laughs> I told you. OBJ uh, predicted it, right? Yeah. So, uh, like I said. Meanwhile, he's on the bench about- because he, he's hurt with a boo-boo. Well, he spent three. Oh, I got a boo-boo. A I can't play. You crying pre-Madonna. <laughs> so, we're not going to talk digs. We're not going to talk dealing. Kyle Rudolph, we, we talked about how bad he's been, 
But uh, Miami allows a league high nine touchdowns to tight ends. Entice you a little bit, or come on, it's week 15. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph is so hard to, you know, I, I, man, it's just, I, I just can't have any faith in him I know. at all. I know. Um, you know, this is a guy that, that you know, has been kind of touchdown dependent his whole career type thing, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's got two right. on a year, none since week three. Um, he right. hasn't, you know, he's had one double-digit score since week five um, against right. the Packers where he had seven catches for 63 yards. And that was, you know, that week leading up to that game, he had it out with the coach. How come I'm not getting the ball more? So he got one game yeah. to shut him up, and then they had gone right back to not getting the ball to him. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you on that. Uh, Dolphin side, any uh, fantasy goodness here? I mean, Kenyon Drake, TD-dependent. Touchdowns in three straight, though. Uh, that last-minute lateral counted as a 55-yard TD reception, didn't it, <laughs> last week? Yeah, it did. It, it absolutely yeah. did. You know, yeah, yeah. It, it screwed a lot of fantasy owners uh, who were playing against Drake who had done nothing up until that point. Uh, so yeah. to get something like that to, to hurt you in the playoffs just sucks. Uh, but, no, I have no faith in, in, in Drake this week. Look, Minnesota's not the, the – Great rush defense they used to be. They're 10th on the season over the last five weeks. They're actually 20th. Um, you know, mm-hmm. got carved up last week by Carson. Drake could have a decent game, but so could Gore, uh, who's still mm-hmm. seeing enough touches to really hurt Drake. So I, I don't think right. I have any love for either one of those seeing guys. More this carries week. than Drake. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, Kenny Stills, any love for him? Four for 37, eight for 135, and a touchdown in each of his last two games. Eh, what do you think? Yeah, going up against Minnesota defensive backs in Minnesota. I I don't I don't know if I love it. Um, (laughs) you know, I I just don't know if I love it. The Minnesota pass defense is still one of the elite pass defenses in the league. Um Mm -hmm. I just very hard to trust Ryan Tannehill or these receivers this week. You you got Danny Amendola playing, you got Devontae Parker playing. You know, any one of these guys could have a decent game, but you just don't Mm -hmm. know who it's gonna be. So can the Vikings cover the seven at home? I think they can. Will they? I'm mm-hmm. not sure they do. I think Minnesota, mm-hmm. I mean, Miami plays good enough to keep this tight. I think if I the make this sneaky, bet. The sneaky play, right? Miami? Yeah, I, I think if I make mm-hmm. this bet, I think I take the points with Miami. But, uh, mm-hmm. again, I don't love it. It's not one of those rock-solid picks I would have to make. Right. All right, let's move on to the Giants. They're a uh, one-point no, they're a one-point underdog to the Titans, right? Uh, um, over on the 43? Yeah, that, that's flip-flop totally. Uh, it, you yeah. know, it started yes. out I, with that's the why Giants I had to take a double minus. Take. Yeah. yeah, it started so out with Giants minus, minus three, and now with Beckham out, yeah. it's flip-flopped and, and gone to Tennessee being favored on the road against the Giants. Uh, you know, yeah, and, yeah. And, and, who knows? <laughs> yeah. you, you guys know how I feel about the Giants. I say it often enough. I have no idea what this team is going to do any given Sunday. They have the talent mm-hmm. to beat everybody in the league. And then, you know, one week they come out and look like gangbusters. Next week they come out and look like total garbage, like they have no freaking clue. You never know what's going to mm-hmm. happen. Unfortunately, they're playing a team that's been doing the exact same thing in Tennessee, although Tennessee's done it a little better. They're 7-6. and six. Um, right. But... Uh, yeah, I just don't know how I feel about this game. 
Mm. Uh, like you said, no OBJ. Sterling Shepard last week uh, with no OBJ, two for 17, added a touchdown, but uh, was actually throwing blocks for uh, Saquon Barkley. You know, know, Barkley is amazing. Uh, Evan Ingram, any any, uh, faith in him? Uh, again, I, you know, I thought Ingram would be in play last week with, with Barkley out. You know, that's definitely what we saw last year that, you know, with, mm-hmm. uh, not with Barkley. I mean, with Beckham out, we saw, it, you know, Ingram really get involved. But, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he, he ended up having get you double-digit points last week. You know, three for 77, uh, only five targets. So everything is funneling through Barkley right now, and I just don't think that changes. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. with Ingram, you really need that big play to get you to double digits Without that one big play, he's going to screw you over. Yeah. Hey, a lot of people wondering about uh, Derrick Henry and uh, Ike Karate. Uh, was thinking about you know, sitting uh, McCaffrey over Derrick Henry. 238 rushing yards versus uh, the Jags in Week 14. But here's a stat. Including the playoffs, Henry has rushed for at least 109 yards three times in his career. His rushing totals in the weeks following those games, right. 13, 20, and 28. <laughs> and, uh, look, you know, it, it is a nice matchup. I know the Giants uh, gave up just 43 rushing yards to Redskins uh, running backs last week, but in their previous five, they had been torched uh, for 130. Well, yeah, and a lot of that was just because the Giants got out to such a big lead that it took Adrian Peterson yeah. out of the game plan. You yeah, know, yeah, Chris yeah. Thompson isn't a hundred percent. You know, right. just still still battling back from the injury, so he's not really at a hundred percent. He's questionable again this week, so you know mm-hmm. that really came into play last week. So don't really read too much into that. The Giants just got off to a quick lead, took Peterson right out of the game plan, so they didn't really have any choice but to try and throw the ball. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? The problem with Henry is not only what I just said that it just. Historically, he's had terrible rushing numbers after having big ones. But uh, Deion Lewis still playing a significantly higher uh, number of snaps than Henry every week. Absolutely. You know, nobody knew where that game came from last week. (laughs) Let's face it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it. Like I've been, I was saying on the frenzy, it, it almost looks like Wiley Coyote strapped an Acme rocket on his back last week. <laughs> I, I mean, I haven't seen him run that hard in a long time. Uh, but we do have news that Deontay Foreman is inactive uh, for this week. Inactive. So okay, inactive. So he will not be playing. So he won't eat into it. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, man, did I just screw up the teams? I did just screw up the teams, didn't I? All of a sudden, I'm talking about Houston again. Man, I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm losing my mind. Um, yeah, no, Tennessee. I, I I don't have any. One of these guys is probably going to have a decent game against the Giants. Uh, could it be Henry? Like you said, the, the historical numbers don't point to it after a big game. And it's really hard mm-hmm. when these you get these guys that are haven't really done much all year, have a big game. Uh Usually it's very hard for them to follow that up with another one. If anything, right. Lewis might be in play, but I think it's hard to trust either one of these guys. Hmm. Uh, any other uh, love in this uh, in the, from these two teams? I mean, uh, look, Corey Davis, talented, but that can only take you so much. Let's do something on the field. Uh, Taywan Taylor, uh, two straight weeks of double-digit production, three for 104, six for 59. Uh, do you think he could... Continue that trend? 
I think he has a shot at it. One of these wide receivers is going to catch enough points to get him to double digits. Uh, I'm just not mm-hmm. sure which one. I mean, it could be Davis, um, but, you know, it could also be Taylor. It, it's so hard to know. D- Davis is still, you know, the guy who's getting the most targets and has the most air yards. Um, right. But right, right, uh, unfortunately, uh, he's not turning them into uh, reliable fantasy points uh, each and every week. So it's really hard to trust these guys. But one of them is probably going to get you there. It's just trying to pick which one is put on a blindfold, put up a dartboard, and throw that dart. Right. Uh, Anthony Fersker, because Jonu Smith is out. Is he a sleeper, a tight end? <laughs> He's giving you in a 7, 9, 11, and that week he scored a touchdown and five fantasy points. I mean, you want better, but sometimes, you know, with the way that the uh, fantasy tight end position has been, I mean, uh, could you use him as a sleeper? <laughs> Uh, I wouldn't play him in season long, but he might be a guy you might throw into a, you know, a GPP as a what-the-heck mm-hmm. type of play. You know, no doubt. Right, right. He's got that opportunity. Yeah. Giants aren't very good against tight ends, um, you know, which right. is funny because the first half of the season they were playing great against tight ends, uh, but you know, <laughs> they haven't been of late. And, of course, now they lost they- Landon Collins, which isn't going to help. Right. So, yeah, I mean, he might come into play. They may throw him the ball, but there's no way I could play him in a season-long league in Week 15. Yeah, all of a sudden they remember that, hey, we, we can't defend tight ends. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <The Giants. laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> so so the over-under is four. <laughs> we forgot our the place. Over-under. Yeah, exactly. So uh, over-under is 43 in this, and the uh, Titans is a one-point favorite. Uh, what are you thinking about this game? I think the Giants are so stupid they're going to win in this game. <laughs> Do you really think that, or are you just being sarcastic? No, no, I I think they're stupid enough to win this game. Yeah. Uh, Means uh, absolutely nothing, but why not win it anyway? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, maybe they win enough games (laughs) without OBJ, and and, uh, management will be like, hey, let's get, get rid of this guy. We don't need him. It's been quiet without him around here. Uh, yeah, I just, I, I think he's going to be one of those guys that's going to be a cancer in the, in the locker room and just don't like those kind of players. Yeah, I'm with you on that as well. All right. Uh, we I mean, it was only a few weeks ago where we, we saw, well, maybe, well, I guess a few weeks now, we, we, where we saw Sterling Shepard throw that sideline tantrum. You know, yeah. it, it, hey, if Beckham can get a, if Beckham can get away with it, why can't I? What the heck? I'm going to throw a tantrum exactly, too. Yeah. Yada, yada. Yeah. Right. We right. don't need yeah, that. Yeah. Daddy, look at me. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. We, we only have, uh, like, I guess two or three minutes, and, and that should be enough to do this game. <laughs> Jaguars home, seven-and-a-half-point favorite over uh, Washington, D.C. Over-under is a 36. Josh Johnson uh, gets the start at quarterback. Uh, I got a prop bet for you. Total completions for him, uh, over 18-and-a-half, minus 120, under 18-and-a-half, uh, also minus 120. I'm going under. I, you know, look, everybody's going to be enamored with the points he put up last week against the Giants, but by that time the Giants were so far ahead that they weren't playing tight defense. I, I don't think he gets that kind of chance against Jacksonville in Jacksonville. While while the team mm-hmm. isn't playing great, the defense has been playing a little better of late, and I think they're they're making him run for his life in this one. Hmm. Uh, we talked about Jordan Reed being out. You like uh, Vernon Davis this week? Well, tonight, his look, backup? Jacksonville is, is definitely not playing well against uh, tight ends. 27th over the last five weeks against tight ends, 17th on the year. 
Um, so they, they can be beat that way. I just, I don't know if I want to play a single player from Washington. Actually, I'll be honest with you, outside of Fournette, I don't think I want to play a single player in this game. Yeah, that's why I, I said mean, we could just do maybe it in a if I minutes. if I stretch it maybe D.D. Westbrook outside of that nobody. Hmm. What do you think about what do you think about uh, Fournette this week? They gave it as a chance to you know deliver. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, Washington defense fifteenth uh, on the year against running backs, but twenty fifth over the last five games. Uh, just you know, of course they got beat up by Barkley last week, but he beats up everybody. But I, I think mm-hmm. Fournette should get plenty of opportunity in this game. Uh, just because I don't think Washington puts up a lot of points, and I think they just run the ball right down Washington's throat. So I do like Fournette in this game. Definitely a guy I want on the field. Right. And Adrian Peterson, I know you said no no Redskins. Just uh... Yeah, I, I can't like Peterson against his team too. But, you know, Peterson <laughs> yeah. has shown this. Every time it looks like a tough matchup for him, he does well. Every time it looks like a kick matchup, he does nothing. There you go. All right. Well, uh come back for the last segment. Still got the uh, Ravens Bucks to talk about. Seahawks 49ers. Pat Steelers. You're listening to Weekend Fantasy Update on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. think he liked it he just shut it off he just he pulled the plug <laughs> he pulled the plug um, we do have the inactives for the early games if you'd like me to go over them the early absolutely games. great Houston great stuff yeah yeah um okay so trenton cannon is active uh for the jets you know he was supposed mm-hmm. to be a game time decision after limited practice uh this week but he's playing uh isaiah crowell is of course on ir um the other the mm-hmm. jets inactives are wide receiver quincy Anunua, wide receiver deontay burnett wow. cornerback Derek jones uh defensive back jeremy clark offensive lineman ben braden uh defensive lineman for Fatukazi and LB Jeremiah Atiachu. Um, really, no <laughs> big surprises. We knew Anun was out. Nobody else really a big name for us. Uh, as far as uh, the Houston side, Deontay Foreman, I mentioned, is inactive, as is active. Kiki Gute, wide receiver Vincent mm-hmm. Smith, cornerback Deontay Berman, Burton, offensive tackle Roderick Johnson, defensive end Carlos Watkins, and defensive end Joel Heath. So nothing, no big awesome. real surprises in the inactives for the first game today. 
I'm just excited that you know once we uh, you know go off air, we could you know chill out, maybe get a sandwich, and then throw on some live football on a Saturday yeah. afternoon. I, I kind of like that too. The to one a, thing I always hated about Saturday football was that it didn't start till 4:30, and you had to sit there uh, all day and wait till 4:30 right, right. so you can actually get some football. Uh, now at mm-hmm. least with the show, we we you know taking up a lot of that time. We lead so into it. Once we, we get we off, we go right, right into, into the game, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, uh, listen to uh, In This League uh, with uh, Bogman and the Welsh. Just uh, listen to them. Turn down the volume on your TV. <laughs> and there you go. What a great Saturday afternoon you have. Right? So let's take a look at uh, the last few games here. We've got the uh, Ravens taking on uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks, And uh, the uh, spread here, Ravens 7.5-point favorite over under is 46 in this game. Uh, Bucks have allowed an NFL high 39.8 points per game on the road. Uh, Lamar Jackson, 70-plus rushing yards in all four starts. Uh, do we think that we've seen the last of Joe Flacco for the rest of the year? More likely, yeah. Uh, Abs- you know, absolutely, yeah. I think Joe Flacco's done, uh, unless there's an injury to Jackson. I, I, you know, they, they may trot him out for a play here or there every once in a while like they were doing with Jackson when Flacco was starting. But I, I don't even think they do that. I, I think Flacco's done for the year. Yeah. Um, they want to see what they have in this to... kid and how much better he can get. Well, that's it. You know, I, I understand that. And he's been successful even, you know, one loss-wise. But they, you know, they are taking a chance because they do have a chance to at least make the playoffs, how deep they would go, even with Flacco in there. Right. Who knows? But you're right. Let's see what you got with this guy. Uh, hey, uh, Kenneth, try to get to as many players as we can. Kenneth Dixon, what's his effect going to be on Gus Edwards uh, last week? Nine carries, 80 yards, and a touchdown for Kenneth Dixon. Does he his presence uh, make both of them, him and Edwards, uh, you know, non-startable? <laughs> I actually like Dixon this week. I love the way he ran last week. You know, he, he was running with power and he, finesse. And, he you know, span. He, he, he didn't have a ton, mm-hmm. but he did well with every touch he had. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, he get, they get him involved in the passing game, which is a good thing. Look, this is a guy that mm-hmm. this team really liked at one point. They really wanted him yeah. to be the guy, and then injuries just kind of beat him up. You know, Gus Edwards mm-hmm. has done well for them, but he's one of those one-dimensional running backs where all he does is run. Uh, the fact that Dixon is taking any of those carries kind of hurts him uh, because he mm-hmm. doesn't catch the ball. So uh, I think, you know, if I'm going to play either one of these two guys, I think i got to go Dixon. Uh, and, again, I'm talking PPR uh, pretty much all I yeah. play people. So, you know, when I talk, mm-hmm. it usually trends that way, so I want to make that clear. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I – full point or half point, by the way? I prefer full point. Look, and it uh-huh. has nothing to do with scoring per se. It just has to do with the fact that it makes the whole game harder because it makes a lot more players viable. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're just playing in a standard league, there are so many players that are never viable as fantasy options in standard leagues because they don't score touchdowns. And to me, that's ridiculous. Right. Well, I understand people say, oh, one point per reception is too much. and You know, it might be. If you, if you get a point for catching a ball at the line of scrimmage, then, you know, I, I understand that option. But it does make more people fantasy viable, which leads to, you know, better drafts and, and more, you know, decision-making when it comes to draft time, which is what I love. So, mm-hmm. to me, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. 
full point is what I first started with too. And it's even easy, let's say, you know, if you're trying to figure out your fantasy points in your head <laughs> to use a full point. <laughs> you know, it's kind of silly of me to say, but it is easier you know, than, than, than working with the half point. You know, I'm not that smart. So, you know, <laughs> I need to take whatever help point. you can get, right? Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, uh, on the Buck side, uh, Jameis Winston, uh, you had mentioned you wouldn't be surprised if uh, he gets benched in the middle of this game. Uh, Ravens D just too too good for him? Yeah, Ravens are just playing really good. They're at home, I, I just don't know if I trust him at all. Uh, you know, he mm-hmm. had been playing well and uh, yeah, just, uh, I just, I don't know. Baltimore is just too much, I think, for him at home. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could trust in him. Mike Evans, do you ever sit him? I mean, uh, I mean, you know, I mean, look, we're never going to sit Antonio Brown. We're never going to sit uh, Julio Jones. Is Mike Evans in that uh, category? Who? No, I, I mean, it, it's hard to sit him because he does have upside every time he steps on the field. But you, you want to mm-hmm. talk inconsistency? He's always been, <laughs> you know, Mister yeah. Inconsistency when it comes to wide receiver, especially with Winston mm-hmm. in there. So, you know, I. Is he an absolute have to start him? I, no. <laughs> um, you know, I, I mean, it's hard not to. I mean, he's still, what, I think he's wide receiver 11 in PPR leagues on the season. So, I mean, he, he's mm-hmm. still getting it done. But, man, it's just, I think he's had, ah, oh, crap. Uh, sorry, people, I'm trying to figure this out. I think he's had, like, three out of his last six games uh, where he scored less than nine points. Uh, meanwhile, mm-hmm. in one of those six games, he scored 30 points against the Giants with six catches right. for 120 yards and a touchdown. But he's only had t- two touchdowns since week three. Mm-hmm. So, you know, no guarantees whatsoever with him, uh, if, especially if he's not catching touchdowns. So he scored three touchdowns first three weeks. He's only scored two touchdowns in all the games since. So do we think Baltimore could cover the seven and a half? I think Baltimore does cover the seven and a half. Yeah, I, I like this Me bet. Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, I I kind of want to say I, I think the under is going to happen as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, just uh, because uh, Baltimore's defense is so good, or you just feel that it's going to be like a what? But I mean, you think it may be what a twenty-one seventeen kind of game? I could absolutely no, no, see you saying the cover, so it's going to be. No, you say uh, well. The over under is forty-six, so you got a lot more room than that. <laughs> but you said the Ravens you know, are going to cover, so I'm trying to help you out here. Oh well, I, I you know I, I think it could yeah if it, Ravens cover, I could it see could a 21 13 yeah, game, you know yeah. 21 mm-hmm. you, know, uh, you know something like 10, that 21 10 yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, all right. See, I'm helping you out here. Yeah, I want to keep you consistent. <laughs> uh, uh, none of these uh, other ones like Mike we Evans. talked about. Unlike Mike Evans, yeah, Adam Humphreys, Chris Godwin. Uh, you just can't trust him this week. Even Braid, I, I, I think, as well. No, Braid has a good matchup. I mean, Baltimore can't stop tight ends. I mean, uh, they're 28th in the league over the f- last five weeks, 23rd over the full season, giving up six touchdowns, mm-hmm. over 800 yards um, to the position. So it's possible Braid could come into play. You know, he could easily catch, you know, another one of those days where he has two catches and one of them goes for a touchdown. But, man, <laughs> I'm just not loving it. Uh, all right, let's skip to the Patriots-Steelers game because uh, this has lots of uh, fantasy viability. First of all, let's talk uh, quickly about the uh, the backfield for the for the Patriots. Uh, this is James Devlin, uh, third touchdown in two weeks. Uh, you know, uh, 
what's the story over here? I mean, uh, you know, Sony Michelle, uh, James White, it's and a Devlin. Conspiracy. All snaps played percentages all over forty percent. Even it's Rex Burkhead. I know, like he doesn't do it on the field, but he, he in terms of you know uh, practical production. But even he played twenty percent. And these, this all takes away. We had it all set up. It was yeah. Michelle. It was White. <laughs> Why? Why are you doing this to us, Belichick? And now we see White's numbers coming down because they're playing yes. him a little bit more sparingly, trying to keep him healthy for mm-hmm. the playoffs because he did have such yeah. a heavy workload to start the season. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, and, and, of course, Michelle, I mean, he was, he's been touchdown dependent since he's come in the league because he doesn't catch passes. And mm-hmm. they're giving the touchdowns to Devlin. You know, part of me wants to say, look, you know, Belichick's gotten away with it two weeks in a row where he's given the touchdowns to Devlin. This might be the week where he finally gives it back to Michelle and Michelle scores two touchdowns. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. by that at all. Right. right. I'm just not going to bet on it. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we uh, mentioned earlier, it sounds like James Conner. It's not official, but it sounds like he's not going to play. He's been downgraded uh, officially, downgraded to doubtful, which is almost impossible for him to play. Yes. Right, right, right. I agree with you, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a, another a day of Jalen Samuels. And and, and then, uh, like we, we had mentioned his name last week, uh, Stephen Ridley snagged the TD last week. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, didn't do much else, but he did get that touchdown. And, you know, that's always a possibility, no doubt. You know, Samuel, I, I mean, but you're not really looking for Samuels, the yards. Yeah. yeah, you're not looking for the rushing yardage. You're hoping they keep him involved in the passing game. And that's where you're really going to get your points from him is, you know, hopefully he catches five, six passes in this one. That'll get you to double mm-hmm. digits what you need to get from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyone else? Who do you? Who are your uh, favorite receivers for the Patriots? It's it's going to be Gordon and Edelman, no? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Gordon and Edelman are both in play for me. Definitely two guys I, w- I want on my. You know, if I have them on my roster, they're playing for me, no doubt. In this game, I Is do Gronk back. Gronk, hey, look, Gronk looked yeah a little better last week. So you know those weeks off and the bye week seem to have helped him a little bit. Still not a hundred percent. But he's definitely going to be in play. And Pittsburgh, you know, that's their weakest defense is at the tight end position. So he's definitely going to be in play here. Um, but I, I think, you know, again, this is a game that I expect to be high scoring. The, the over-under is 53-and-a-half, one of the highest slates, mm-hmm. uh, one of the highest games on the slate, if not the highest. I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think it's the highest like game the on the slate. Yeah. Um, so I do. I, I like the over. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I kind of like New England – uh, laying two and a half on the road. I, I just think this is a game that Brady knows they need to win. Um, they mm-hmm. they want to, you know, any chance to, to really get get as many home games as they can. I think they need to win this one. I, I like Brady here. I, I, I like, you know, I, don't get me wrong. I, of course, uh, Brown and Juju are definitely in play as well. Um, you know, eh, McDonald, I don't have a lot of love for McDonald. Every time I think McDonald mm-hmm. is going to be a guy that's in play, Jesse James, Jesse comes James. That, for that one game mm-hmm. and does something. Um, so I, I just don't have a lot of faith in, in McDonald. But outside of that, you know, Samuel is a good play. The, both wide receivers should be a good play, both quarterbacks. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of fantasy value here in this game. Definitely one of the biggest stacks, I would imagine, uh, in daily cash games. Are you concerned at all uh, he's going to play, 
But uh, with Roethlisberger, he, he's a tough. He's a tough guy. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's going to step on the field. If he's on the field, you're going to play him, uh, especially at home. We know he loves playing at home much more than he likes playing on the, on the road. So yeah, I think Roethlisberger, you can't worry about it. You got to trot him out there. Um, he's off the injury report totally. He's going to be out there. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I I hear what you're saying in terms of like the Patriots being a real tough team in December. They need the game, but I think the Steelers need this game even more. This four straight losses. Uh, well, four straight losses to the Pats. Uh, let's see how many uh, straight losses do the Steelers have. They coming off that loss. It to would, yeah, to Oakland. I would think they'd be so pissed <laughs> off coming out here, you know, <laughs> just to show that they've, uh, you know, that. that, that but you know. yeah, I, I just I, I have a hard time with this this team right now. I, I mean, I, I think they put it together at home. I just think New England is just a better overall team. Mm-hmm. All right, that's a fair point. Uh, yeah, Steelers have lost three straight, four straight to the Patriots, two home, two away. So. Uh, We'll, we'll see what happens. I think it's going to be. Uh, one, yeah, th- I'm very interested in seeing this game. I'm. I'm also curious uh, with uh, the uh, Packers and, and the Bears. I love those old time rivalries. Any any so who do you like in this game? This who, who are you going to bet? If I if I had a bet in this, I, I think I'd, I'd go Steelers. Yeah. Okay. I re- yeah yeah. I think I would. Betting with the home dog. Does, doesn't mean I'm wrong. I'm right, but you know we'll see. Uh, any other? Yeah, any uh, specific games intrigue you this week, there, uh, Taz? I want to see if New Orleans gets back on track. Uh, you know, after a couple mm-hmm. down weeks, I want to see if this offense gets back rolling against you know a reeling Carolina team uh, on Monday yeah. night. You know, Breeze got got to step back up. Got to get these guys involved, and you know it's going to be interesting to see if they do. If they don't, then you know th- this team could be failing at the wrong time. Mm-hmm. Any uh, hope for uh, the Eagles? Nick Foles? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Uh, mm-hmm. No. Uh, it, it's not playoff time yet, so we won't see the good Nick Foles. Um, and right. As he showed us earlier in this year, uh, he, he hasn't been playing at that high of a level. I don't expect him to have a good game this week uh, against the Rams. Mm-hmm. I think the Rams go up early and really pummel the Eagles. Mm. Uh, what are we thinking of the Seahawks 49ers game? That's what one we didn't talk about. Uh, again, uh, Mullins has been playing good. I like Pettis, although he's a little he banged really up. Has. But, I, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but I but I do like Pettis in this one. That, that slot receiver can can be a hurt for the Seahawks to cover. Um, mm-hmm. Seahawks, you know, their defense, you know, has been looking a little better, but numbers still say otherwise. They're still not playing good football. But I I do like you know the Seahawks. I, I love the running game for the Seahawks against a, a tough, you know, pretty tough San Francisco rushing defense. But I think Carson mm-hmm. is going to get his. I like him. I think Lockett has a good shot to score. Uh, over the last five weeks, San Francisco is 31st against opposing wide receivers, 23rd on the season. So still not doing well, doing worse now. I think Lockett has a good shot. Don't like Baldwin being all banged up. But, you know, mm-hmm. if he steps on the field, he might come into play. But I don't know if I have any trust in him at this point. Yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, a wrap there, uh, Taz. Good uh, talking to you this week. Remember, <laughs> <stay tuned> for- <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. To all your followers as well. Stay tuned for In This League with the Welsh and Bogman. And uh, we'll check you out next week right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Hey, win your semifinal and let's talk about championships next week. All right? Good seeing you.